All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Green Boss Gaming, plays Delta Green Possible Landscapes. My name is Joe. I'll be the handler for this operation. I'm joined by my good friends, Dace playing Benji. That's wrong. I'm the gentleman outlaw. How you doing, little lady? Is, uh, I like you in that there skirt. Uh, I don't. I thought my camera was cut off at the chest, but I'm surprised that you were able to pick that up. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I just like to wear something new and interesting every time from the waist down when we record. I'm joined by Jean, playing Benedict. Hey, hi, hi. What are you wearing from the waist down, Jean? That's none of your damn business. You're right, it is none of my damn business. And of course, Brad playing <laughs> Hello, hello. After the last force? episode, a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> because you never know. You now, never are you know. going with the Paw Patrol? <laughs> oh, That's... <laughs> I'm not even going to get into... Nope, nope. I'm <laughs> staying away from the, We talked about furries nope, once before nope. and their thing with the diapers. We're not doing it again. It's not happening. No, I mean... No, that's a kid show. Paw Patrol diapers. I know. Oh, okay. Because there are actual children in that household, there are actual Paw Patrol diapers <laughs> present. Okay. Okay. Um, in the interim, between our, our sessions here, our uh, episodes... We got talking about, um, we got talking about Twin Peaks, you know, and I, I've never seen it. And I don't know, something I want to ask you guys, like, what are the, some of the, like the series that you've always heard really good things about that you just never got around to? Like, um, mine is Stranger Things. Never got around to it, you know? Um, and that's something that you would really like to, like, it's right up your alley. I have been told that by multiple people. They're like, yeah, you would love it. But uh, I don't know. I just never got around to it. I don't have a good reason. I just watch, no, you don't. watch other... Th- You're right. <laughs> Do better. Do better. I should. Be better. Um, it, it, it's bad and I should feel bad. I like the first were season you- and the newest season were good with that. I didn't particularly like yeah, the yeah. ones in between. How many? I I thought there were just two. I didn't even know. No, there's four. But like, the first one was so good because it was kind of hit the beginning of that '80s nostalgia wave. Mm -hmm. Like, and then after Mm -hmm. Stranger Things, you know, I guess every movie production company is like, '80s will make us money. Let's make '80s (laughs) stuff." Right. True. Um. So it's kind of the last season was amazing. I thought the one with Vecna. Yeah, it was good. Um, I wonder if you could just skip the ones in between. You just wouldn't know. No, you probably couldn't. Well, it's like, what is it? They're like, there's some series, like people have said, like if you watch the Star Wars series in a certain order, it actually is a better series. So is it like one of those things? Like, oh, you worked first, you watch season one, well, then you watch season three, you know, then you do two and four. Well, like I was just thinking, things? I was just wondering if we could have us, you just cut out season two and three <laughs> go straight to the good one. But I think there are some key character moments mm-hmm. that might be missing. You could definitely skip that little side story where Elle goes to Chicago or wherever. <laughs> that was like one episode though, but it was very, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what were they thinking? No, we need more know, money. Uh, we need more money. <laughs> That's what Stretch they were thinking. <laughs> what, what about, well, what about uh, Days? Like, do you have any of those? 
You have any of those that like you just never got back around to? Yeah. Um, there's one that's been on my radar for a while now, and I just haven't made time for it. Uh, it's um, it's not called Inheritance. Succession. Succession. What is that? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay, fair. <laughs> I've <laughs> heard about watching. It. Heard the name. Very good. HBO drama the... about rich people. Ah, ultra rich, ultra rich. Yeah. Very yeah. good. I think I, I think I'd mentioned House of Usher. Like that should that should be on your radar. It's also a very ultra rich kind of Usher, like, like the singer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, like that, but definitely not that. I I don't think House of Usher <laughs> in this club. In the club. Well, that that would make the movie of the show very very different. <laughs> Little John make a cameo and shorty. Uh, yeah. Um, I have a movie that I want to see. Speaking of. Guess classics. Uh, I just saw that one of the Cohen brothers a couple years ago did a take on Hamlet, or uh, Denzel Washington is playing Hamlet, and I saw some scenes, and it looks like really good. Even though really? I'm normally not into mm. Shakespeare outside of Henry V, I like that. But but really into Henry V. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like a. I don't know what it is about that play. I like that play. But um you just like have a tattoo of a scene from Henry the Fifth on your chest. <laughs> Do you have a full wardrobe specific? for your downtime? But check out like uh the witch scenes from I forgot which Cohen brother. What is the movie? Do you Denzel- know what the movie's called? The Tragedy of Hamlet. Oh, that, okay, that's what it's called, okay. I was about I mean, to say if you don't know the name of it, it's gonna make it really hard to watch. I mean, I yeah, I know it's just a modern interpretation of it. Not, but like, I don't know. Just look it up. It seems what about cool. You, I'm up to date. I'm 100% up to date with everything. <laughs> I've got no wow. regrets, and that's how I that's live. Impressive. I see, don't get what, much work done, but I have no regrets <laughs> on what, what I watch. What you Sorry, don't see? Fuck, why did I say Hamlet? I meant Macbeth. Macbeth. Oh, okay. My bad. Macbeth, what, yeah. What what's what you guys what you guys don't see <laughs> is the six other monitors that Jean has that are constantly <laughs> I'm going I'm watching movies right now. <laughs> no <laughs> just ingesting content. Just con- I'm a content ingesting machine. It's like that um God from The Watchmen, the character spoilers for the Watchmen, I guess. Uh the guy, you know, who ends up being the antagonist who's like has the huge bank of television screens and he's like I've made myself see the face of every life I've taken. And it's like it's like that for Jean except he's just consuming media. <laughs> it's just a just wall of TVs, shitty cartoons. It's just Invader Zim on repeat. God. Invader Zim. How dare you call Invader Zim shitty? <laughs> oh no, it's not. Definitely not. That's that's actually one of the high points of my cultural ingest. I feel, I feel like I feel like Jean, you're a little older than us. So I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I feel like me, Dace, and Brad were like the target demographic when Vader's Zim first came out, as far as age group. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually never watched that. Oh, really? No, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, watch it. The cartoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is there a live action? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making <laughs> well, sure we're that. <laughs> I don't think they could make that work. That was like. 
peak hot topic humor. Like, yeah. Edgy, random, LOLs, omen, OMG, so random. Like everyone laughing about tacos. Oh, tacos are so random. Yeah. <laughs> was this a Cartoon Network thing or a Nickelodeon was it? thing? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember what it was on. I have no idea. I saw it on DVD. <laughs> Rewatch it every Back night. in the old days. <laughs> They were like CDs, but with the different letters. <laughs> Dude, I saw like... Still don't know the difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's tons of examples, but like I saw some video where like a kid was handed a Game Boy and they are just trying to play it by pressing the screen. Like they weren't pressing oh, the buttons. They didn't Lord. understand how to That's just work sad. the Game Boy. Oh, Dude, I... That kills a little I, bit of inside I was of me. listening to this, uh, this guy. Sorry. He was... Uh, it was like a random clip I saw of... This guy who's like, he's like worked for Blizzard and a bunch of companies and now he has like an independent company. And they're at some like big, I don't think it was like E3, but they're at like some big expo and they had a demo of their game. Uh, and they had two stations to play the game, one with a controller and one with a keyboard and mouse. And he's like, they're like, they had like probably of like the kids who were like 10 and younger uh, who would come up, they would try to touch the screen. They would push the controller or the keyboard and mouse to the side. Get out the way. And then smash, attempt smash, to smash, and attempt to manipulate the screen, <laughs> the monitor that the game was on. I was just I mean there's nothing wrong mm. with it, you know, it's just what it's what they know, right? But it's like And God. if you dude go ahead. Minor tangent here. It was my nephew's birthday last weekend and I spent a good amount of time just watching him watch YouTube. It is fucking terrifying what he is consuming. Really? Yeah. Um, he's he really likes this channel, Mister Beast. Oh yeah, he's like the, just the one like, of the biggest, most vapid, mindless <laughs> content. Like he was looking up uh, how to make ten million dollars, and <laughs> okay, <laughs> how old is he? Six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the examples was um, paleontologist or archaeologist. I was like, I fucking know an archaeologist. And he got out of that because he was just making like 30000 a year. Right, yeah. But I mean, that's just, that's a tangent on a tangent. Just the, the shit kids are watching on YouTube makes me feel really, really bad hmm. about the future of the world. Yeah. I guess right. I'm pretty proud of soapbox. <laughs> my nephew's just obsessed with number blocks. <laughs> Which is a kind well, of a cool show where I was, I was about to make a never mind, I'm not gonna say that. That's mean. Go ahead. Where sorry. It's like a cool a educational kids show kind of cool where like each block has a different personality and when you add them together it makes, you know, that number's personality. So they're like associating like math problems with like and anyway, he's like obsessed with that stuff. And you're like God, hey, that's great. Un- get a generation of kids angry at fifteen. For some like, <laughs> bad reason. 15 such a fucking asshole. <laughs> I fucking hate her! But they're also learning how to square because all the blocks are squares and you can, like, you know, it's and multiple and cool. shit like That's that. Alright. Uh, I was going to say something after that. Before that. Oh, and then also just another generational thing. I think y'all have seen this. Like, if you ask younger kids to pretend like they're on the phone, they'll do this. Right. Instead of this. Instead of this. Wow. Yeah. Dude, one of my really? yeah. one of my uh, my uh, my like thesis research advisor. For uh, podcast has... listeners, that was like hand 
flat versus oh, yes, like a flat holding a smartphone. Phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my advisor, she was joking about something, and she said something about a rotary phone, and she has like a rotary phone like in her office, like up on a shelf, like as decoration, and. There's like in our research group, like me, there's six of us and me and one of the other guys who's like, who's also in his thirties. We're like, yeah, we, yeah, we know how to, like, we got talking about that. And the other ones are like, no, how do you use it? Like the idea of like not knowing how to use a rotary phone. But when you think about it, it was antiquated in our lifetimes already. And we just happened to learn how to use a rotary phone. We never needed to use yeah. a rotary phone. My, my grandma had one. Yeah, that's only rotary phone. Yeah, that's the only place I saw it too. Was at my grandparents, right? Yeah, but it's like it's it's like fallen. You know, just like ten years after us, it's completely fallen off of the experience of people. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's like it's one of those things. Like I think it's really easy to be like, oh, these new things are bad, and it's like they're not bad. They're just different and foreign, and that makes them seem bad. Because they're new and different. Fuck Mr. Beast. You're right. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Wait, you heard it here first, guys. What That's is he how doing? Get I know, I know of him. So kids like him, and he just he makes does chocolate what? bars now. <laughs> okay. No, no, I he makes you content not. with a capital C. <laughs> and it's just just like whatever content he can. Everything. Well, that's the thing. It's He's like got so much money. Like I've 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 seen videos of him talking about learning to make content, and like the way he his him and his team because he has like a whole company who produces content. They approach it in very much of that. How much dopamine do we get per minute, and how does that Jesus. lead into that? How does that go into the algorithm and advertising oh. income and stuff like that? Like it is like it's very dystopian, in my opinion. Yeah. If we, ex, ex, he's exploiting kids. Yeah, like it makes me furious if I think about it too much. So I won't. That's I, I hate, I'm just I, laying down the law here. If if we refer to what we're doing as content, I'm like pretty much out. Okay. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Like one of the other things, like I hate when musicians can talk about them themselves as a brand. Like what mm, the fuck? Making a product. Well, no, that's a big thing in the music industry. It's like your brand, you know, like Taylor Swift's brand. Right. Like, like you're making a cereal or something, you know, like you're making cow <laughs> Kellogg's or something. Yeah. No, like fair enough. We've still got thongs on order. For some of our early listeners, <laughs> right, with our faces on them, <laughs> with our faces on the front. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like you know, but, I I hope that no matter what happens, even if we got all the you know all the followers of the world, even if our podcast blew up, like I just want to play games with you guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And people want to come along for the ride. They want to hop in the jambulance and come for a ride with us. Like, like yeah, let's fucking go. Old school, but yeah, you know. And, I just want to make thongs. And, so. and, <laughs> and I just want to make enough money to take Mr. Beast down. So. <laughs> uh, you've got like and a good ten year good luck start. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking I, I of ha- unattainable goals, uh, let's talk about what it's going to take <laughs> to get out of the night world. Um, so, <laughs> last time we're switching gears. We spent ten minutes talking about nothing. Uh, good. Last time. <laughs> You guys followed King Bael into this strange theater after being imprisoned in the Dorchester, after having lost track of and kind of given up on Abigail in 1995, after being tricked into thinking you're working for Delta Green when you weren't, after everything that happened, after burning down Citri's apartment, after shipping allegedly. off... Uh, allegedly. After, after shipping Michelle 
and David and one other person, I think, off to Delta Green and having them killed in 95. You know, like, after everything that's happened. And now you guys have sat through in the most bizarre performance you've ever seen. What is going on? What is what is this Patsu that's everywhere? How is it important? You guys just watched King Bael, Tim Bael, drink from this liquid question mark because liquid doesn't typically act it doesn't float around in its container in this way and watched him disappear and now you're being approached by this clown again a clown that some of you have a more creepy long history with than others and it is it is not stomping towards you it's not innately aggressive when you really think about it but every bone in your body every part of your fight and flight instinct in your brain is lit up and is saying just one thing run 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 as something about this just something about this is just creating an innate horror in you down to your very core as this thing approaches you and as it's approaching you you can already see like wait a second wasn't this thing like four feet tall now it's like six feet tall as it seems to be growing ever more large. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and kick things off here. Uh, let's go ahead and switch the old music. Uh, how about that? Let's do it. Let's get this going. We don't have any... Oh, I was about to say we don't have any weapons, but that's stupid. There's no point you have clubs. This thing. <laughs> you have clubs? No. What do you mean? All right. Yeah, we have clubs. So we are going to move right into this as it is time to attempt to run. Uh, actually, let me turn the music on the stream down just a tad for us. Or at least for me. Okay. So. You guys are standing here. Benji, you have the Patsu in your hand. Um... And you all now have an opportunity to run. Uh, as this thing is beginning to move its way towards you, one of the first things that you see is that there is a door off of stage left in the opposite direction. And you hear the sound of it click open and slowly begin to ease its way invitingly. Escape, perhaps. Maybe there's even a little sign on that says exit. What do you do? Or I guess we should go in. Uh, we should go in order. So it would be what would it be? Hank, Benji, Benedict. I believe is the order of your uh, your dexterity. If I'm not mistaken. And creepy clown. Don't you worry about creepy clown. <laughs> I'm gonna. I feel so clown. comforted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you worry. So, Hank. Hank says. Y'all try to find a way out. I'm gonna bash this thing. And he runs up to it and tries to hit it with a club. Holy shit. Oh really? my god. <laughs> Alright, uh, go ahead and uh, make me that roll. I mean, that's that uh, melee roll. Alright. Hold on. Why the... F See, this doesn't make... Oh, okay, never mind. Are you having trouble? Alright. 
No, no, I was just like, success, 20 under 30. All right, go and may roll 1d6 for damage for your, your club. We said your club is going to have the stats of a typical kind of weapon. Three. Three damage, all right. Uh, Hank, you reach out and you smash the uh, the clown. Um, you, you get a really good connection. And again, this thing was just a moment ago quite small. It is now a little bit taller than you are as you swing upwards and connect with its face. As you do, the area of the club that makes connection seems to almost evaporate into a reddish mist as what the there is and no momentum transfers to the clown as it just get back <sighs> Hank it's got plot armor <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not change its rhythmic dancing motion as <laughs> that's creepy and again like Hank you know Hank being a doer a fighter you feel this again this instinctual drive within you of so it does nothing oh, to it I didn't Basically. say that. You said it I'm evaporates like into a mist as I hit it? Like that, that section yes, of the... That's just an okay. observation. Yeah, the, cl- the club seems to be about half as long as it was now. It's probably not really useful anymore. Really? I'm picturing the clown dancing to the fight music like the goths in Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of the audio audience, we just... Uh, tried to make them. we made it we just as cringy it as it is in the uh, <laughs> in the actual thing. All right, uh, Benji. Oh shit, me. Yes. Um, I'm gonna drink the patsu. All right, you are going to attempt to drink the patsu. What does it smell like? Actually, taste like. Actually, real quick. So Hank <laughs> made the decision to fight. You guys can make the decision. If you're going to try to drink the patsu, you're going to have to not move, basically. Like, un- t- like taking the top off the container and drinking it's going to take the time you would have moved in. Okay. Is that your choice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yell out, Boys, I'm drinking it. We got to get out of here. <laughs> that thing's invincible. God dang okay. it. See, the problem with this is that, again, it's a liquid... It appears to be liquid, but it seems to rise and fall within a container, kind of like a weird lava lamp. And in this moment, like, you don't even know if you're going to be able to catch any in your fucking mouth. So go ahead and make me a luck roll. And let's see how, uh, if you're able to get yourself a gulp. Oh, jeez. No, like this, this one box, but I'm going to do it. Bad situation. I want to argue that I have to take a luck roll to take a drink, but here we go. It's weird, man. Tell me what you get. 19. All right. Uh, Benji is manages to get a glob of this in his mouth. And as you swallow it, it tastes like liquid ashes. Like it is... It, it, the, the, the sensations of it are like indescribable and terrible. Smoky. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead and make me that uh, sanity check. It tastes like mezcal. <laughs> oh failure failure alright Benji there is something within you you feel that you are losing grip 
on this world. You can feel yourself being pulled back. Suddenly, like, kind of, like, maybe Benedict's kind of out of focus for a moment. Uh, you feel like you're not long for this strange world. So, Benedict, what do you do? Is Benji still holding this thing? Benji. Like, is he still present? You're dying. You might die soon. <laughs> you're, you're dead, you're Benedict. Dying. Uh, <laughs> Benedict, what do you do? Um, so... Yeah, so he still has it. You can take it from him. Um, I would say... You know, actually, Benji, go ahead and give me an either an athletics or a dodge roll. You can choose whichever's better for you. Uh, as you are going to be trying to make some movement while this is happening. Which am I better at? 30 in dodge, 35 in athletics... Tell me what you get. Um, shit, failure. 84 over 35. Alright, you don't really make any real uh, uh, progress there. Uh, Benedict, uh, you're going to try to take this from uh, from Benji? Well, just to be clear, is so Benji's still there after drinking this. But Benji, too, like as you're looking at him, like it almost becomes hard to look at Benji. Not difficult, but it's you find yourself, it's hard to focus on him in a way. But he does have this canister in his hand. You will need to take it from him. Not force it from him, but you know. Mm-hmm. You can make a dex check if you want to try to move and Because ta- he's kind of moving at the same time. Uh, you can make a dex check, see if you can g- grapple this thing with him. Unless you just want to move. Uh... I mean, if he was reached out for it, Benji wouldn't, like... He would just give it to him freely. No, I'm not saying, but he, but you guys are both moving while it's happening. It's not an easy process. Just because you're both moving, you're being chased, basically. Right. Oh, God. Okay, this is a point of conflict, because he just wants to run because he's terrified, but the uh-huh. group is here, and he can't ignore that. So, I think, I don't know, Constitution? Can he, like, stabilize and try and stabilize the situation somehow? Or himself, like the urge to flee. Can he like mm. stabilize that? No. Okay. So it's just mm. do or die. No, in that it is visceral. Like, like this is like you feel like a prey animal looking at a predator. Like oh, it is innate and it is it is carnal. All right, then you'll try and take it from Benji. And right, shout no, out to no, Hank. No. Hank, we're, we're drinking the stuff. Get back here. I don't wanna. <laughs> Do okay. it! It's not the time! Make me that dex roll. Dex roll. It's a failure. 69 under six, over 60. The the container gets fumbled between you two. Uh, and it is gonna... It's basically gonna end up on the ground. Like, you are not gonna be able to drink it next turn. Uh, you're gonna have to spend that time getting your hands back on it. But let's get to the clowns. <laughs> Obviously, it's the clown's turn. Is there? What was that, Dace? Do you have a? I just cursed. I said shit. Oh, because it's a wild situation. It is a wild situation. Right? <laughs> All right, let's hit this. Uh, let's see what happens here. Hank, make me a dodge roll. Uh, 
that is a okay. See ya. Failure. Mm. We're not doing so hot. Mm -hmm. All right. This clown is dances around you, Hank. Like literally, like making like a circle around you, and. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a. <laughs> it's doing the. the right. Stuart. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a dice, and we're gonna see what happens here. Let's see. As the clown tries to make physical contact with you, roll a ninety. It's a nine zero. That translates to nine damage. Holy shit. Ouch. Hank, What's this thing do? reaches out and makes contact with you doing nine damage as you feel inexplicably parts of you, parts of your, God, I don't know, your essence, your being, your matter, your soul, rent away from you. You guys, what does that put Hank at health-wise? Um, six. Six. You guys see as this thing brushes up against Hank, Hank, all over your body, bubbling up from your pores like boiled out of you, is this red-brown liquid that instantly evaporates into this mist around you. Bam. Hank, lick yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you get the feeling that being within touching distance of this thing is a terrible idea. Not to mention, this motherfucker is now easily nine feet tall. Um, as this thing dances around, you guys begin your next round. What are you going to do? Are you going to run? So you guys have begun some movement, and Hank is going to need to catch up. Uh, so everyone actually go ahead and make me either a dexterity or an athletics check. I'm sorry, a dodge or an athletics check. Let's see how we do. Everyone make that for me. Okay. Including Hank. A dodge? Or yeah, Either athletics? a dodge or athletics. Whatever's better for you. Shit, another failure from Benji. Failure from Benedict? Um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Uh, okay. Athletics. Failure. Alright, failures all around. You guys, um, as, as this thing is continuing to move towards you, the wall where this exit door is cracks from the top of the door jam up into the ceiling and begins to fall away. Um, the wall and... that the door's on? Basically? Yes, the door itself like falls out of its door jam, and beyond you see what looks like a backstage area full of ropes and pulleys, you know, curtains, equipment, maybe props even, as you guys begin to run through this door as it crumbles behind you. And even one of you, maybe one of you takes a, a, a gander back, and you see the clown now too large to fit comfortably through the door through the like the door frame itself bend its head down and contort as it dances through the door 
<laughs> past you or after you. So, I'm confused about where we are. Are we through the door now? You guys have been moving this entire time. Okay. Okay. But we're through the door. Yes, you're through the door into this other backstage area. Is Hank we f- through the door now? Yes, Hank is catching up with you guys. There is there is a mechanical way this is happening, but in the theater of the mind, Hank was touched, injured, and is now running towards you guys. Um, ax- the bottle is still on the floor, and Benedict needs to pick the bottle up. We'll say that Benedict like, has, it. Has, has like scooped it up or kicked it, but he will be unable to drink it this next turn. But you still have it. Okay. So, uh, you guys all fail these rolls. As you guys are going through, um, off to, like, through these chains and ropes that seem to be hooked to the scaffolding and the objects above, you see a man in a red robe. And he's holding a familiar box in front of him. A box that you once filled with evidence items from Abigail Wright's apartment. He... He's in the scaffolding? Is that what you said? Like above us? He's like adjacent to you as you guys are running. He maybe is like kind of parallel to you, but a good distance away. He opens up a hatch and you see him peer through just as he picks, holds the box out over the hatch and drops it. Then quickly closing the hatch underneath him. And just as in Benedict, maybe you look over as you're seeing this and you see him just look his hooded head up as you see the face of Dr. Elias Barbus underneath the robe. Uh, the creature, the clown, is going to make another one of its rolls as it dances. It's making an art roll. It's making a dancing roll wow. as it plods wow. towards you. I could counter this. Can I counter this with my art roll? It's very high. Well, it fails. It fails to get close enough to you guys uh, as it continues to dance toward you. Um, yes, because you guys all rolled. Uh, oh, n- actually, no. No, technically it, technically it does better than you guys as far as its failure conditions because you all fail, but it had a lower fail. Um, it's getting closer to you and you fear that this thing might, and it's continuing to grow as it goes. Uh, you fear that it might very soon get close enough to make contact with you as this happens Benji you attempt to take another step forward as you lean into a sprint you see Barbus in the distance you see Benedict and Hank alongside you and as you go to take another step it's like stepping in a dream the, you don't really make contact or anything you don't move anywhere and the rest the other two of you before your very eyes Benji is gone. And seeming like a photograph-like flash, he's gone. Damn. We'll uh, talk about what Benji experiences here in a moment. Um, and I, unless I am mistaken, let's see. If you see this, something you are supposed to think I make roll a roll sanity check oh yes oh, never mind. he disappears it disappears and I cannot find the sanity check at this point but so the other two of you the two of you who are still here make either a dodge or an athletics roll please 
Please tell Failure me. again. Fuck. Holy Benedict shit. gets a success. Here you go, Benedict. As you guys are making your way, as you continue to run, Benedict, you're whipping and dodging, you know, as the clowns, uh, you know, like, graceful movements. <laughs> I say graceful. This thing is now 12 feet tall. Uh, as, and it's like, it's stomping. Like, it's still gracefully moving, but it's becoming so large that's beginning to reverberate in the ground. And you, you're able to dodge away as like a hand or a, a, a heel whips past you. Um, both you and Hank, you get this feeling that you are behind the scenes, that you are seeing things that you are not supposed to see. Like, very much like being in the backstage of a grand thing. You guys, as you're moving, you actually pass through a small hallway, and there are double doors open to one side, and you see what looks like a dingy cafeteria with a kind of out-of-place-looking, hobbled-together stage set up on it. And you see a man with wire-frame glasses and, a like, an old-school striped prison outfit, of all things, standing with a piece of paper. And he is enunciating loudly and theatrically, Take off your mask! And you see standing behind him is a door, a freestanding prop door, that you saw in room 616. And just Benedict. as... Go ahead. I was going to say, no, no, we please. need to... I was going to suggest, if I can, while we're running, can we either head for that door, or, like, where are we heading? Like, can we head for that door, possibly? You can absolutely that, head for that door. Yeah. Or the hatch that the Abigail shit was dropped down? You, uh, you see... You know, you, you can that's gone now where Barbus was. But yeah, you can definitely take a quick turn and and Benedict, you'd probably be the one in front with your successful roll. Uh you'd probably be the one in front who is making a dash and maybe you know, do you want to lead the way to this large prop door? Uh Hank, I think we gotta drink the shit, but can we do both? Yeah, that's you what I mean. You can head that direction, absolutely. Um so this is a good time then. Are you also gonna attempt to take a drink? Yeah. Um, so you guys are Benedict, maybe a luck roll, see if you can catch this fluid at the top. And you get a port into your gob. <laughs> Forty-three under a hundred. Success. You too feel this feeling as if you are being losing your grasp or your connection to the world around you. As you guys sprint into this dingy cafeteria, you see the vague shapes of guards around the periphery watching and you hear 10 minutes to Craig like echo out around you the man on the stage sees you coming he adjusts his glasses and he opens the door to the prop door revealing more of this backstage style of area impossibly behind it and he bows deeply to you as you run through the door you know like as he like gestures like invitingly to go through the door yourself. Um, the clown. Can I, can I somehow get the the vial to Hank afterwards? Well, this will be uh, so. Either one, whoever wants to do it, either you want to hand it off to Hank. Actually, let's make this Hank's action. Hank, make me a dexterity check. See if you can grab this from uh, Benedict as he's 
as he's running through the door, and Benedict now is becoming difficult to look at. Yes! Success. Success for Hank. Hank, you are, uh, you're running. You're able to, like, very, like, relay style, like, you know, Benedict holds it back for you, and you grab it uh, as you guys barrel through this prop door into another impossible space. Um, now let's landscape. make that roll. An impossible landscape, <laughs> no, if you will. space. Ooh. A space. <laughs> <laughs> he said it! He said it! Uh... <laughs> Catchphrase. Okay. Catchphrase. All right. I'm going to roll another roll for the clown. Let's see how the clown does on its dance roll. That is a critical failure for the clown. That is an Fuck 88. you, clown. Fuck you. <laughs> As we're doing that, um, Hank's like throwing up the bird behind him. <laughs> the clown seems to get caught up in the prop door. Um, its dance is disrupted as it and it now it's it's about 15 feet tall now um, as it now it does not it is not able to gracefully pirouette through the frame that's behind you by the way behind you floating in black empty nothing <laughs> yeah. um, and now it's crippling self doubt that was it ever a good dancer it right. doesn't know <laughs> <laughs> and it it crunches itself down. I mean, it's now twice as tall, like more than twice as tall than doorframe as it crunches down and pulls itself through, but then has like a theatrical, like acrobats tumble after you as it then picks up and begins the dance again. Uh, again, both of you, please give me another athletics or dodge check. Well. Oh, I failed the dodge too. Okay. It's oh, a fail for Benedict. Success. All right. On athletics for Hank. You guys are running through, and there is a, another door uh, that is in front of you, another doorway. And as you guys dart through it, Benedict, you still in the front. And the last thing you see before you two begin to feel like you're trying to run in a dream, as you pull yourself to the doorway, is you see a perfect one-to-one representation, recreation of your apartment. You see, and as you come through, you see that it is not full to bursting, but like there are mannequins all around, and they seem to be rearranging your furniture. That one of them is opening a small cage and placing Papua New Guinea on the disturbing bust of Michelle Van Fitz. Uh, (laughs) All like they seem to be arranging a perfect stage play type production of your apartment. And as you run through, and just as you begin to kind of fade from the backstage area that you find yourself, you wonder has this always been what your apartment was? Was it always set up? But just then, you two fade out, and in that moment, uh. I don't think Hank has ever been in your apartment, but Hank, you look up, expecting to see Benedict and find yourself in this weird... Is that a bust of Michelle Van Fitz? <laughs> what the hell is that? Like Covered in shit. Covered in, covered in pigeon shit? <laughs> <laughs> and you break toward the bathroom door, which you see is open and also opens into a new area. Let's roll. Uh, so, would Hank like to attempt to drink the patsu? Yeah, I reckon. So. Okay. Go ahead and make me that luck roll. Let's see what happens. 
36. A success. You too find yourself, and as you're drinking, again, like, like liquid ashes, and they seem maybe even turn into ash as it goes down your throat, but then maybe strings it disappears. You drop the canister as you go, it now being completely spent, empty. Uh, but you two feel like... Uh, go ahead and make me that... Shit, actually. Benedict, sorry. Retcon, mm-hmm. Benedict, roll me a sandy check. Fumble. Yeah, you're definitely gone. You're 100% disappeared. <laughs> you disappeared big time. You disappeared crazy good. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. That, Fucking that nailed it. Sometimes you want to fail. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, Hank, make me a Sandy check. Success. A success. Two percent. So Hank, Ooh. so Hank, you, unlike the other two, you find yourself resisting the feeling of dissipating, of being pulled Ooh. apart at the seams. God, you, re- you resist this it. Is bad, this is bad. bad. Is there a window? If that goes out around. to, like, a, a street... Is there a window in his bathroom? Yeah, there is. Like, we'll say there's a window, and we'll see that say that you climbed through it, and as you jump, like, you see, like, a busy, like, New York street, but as you jump, you land very quickly, and you realize that it's all, like, the set dressing behind a window, <laughs> like, that you would have, like, in a play or in a TV show, as you just automatically are on the ground. I try uh, to do the catch us up to Hank. He's if fucked. My, if my calculations are correct, there's a forty percent chance that he could die. It's 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 not great. Uh, Hank, you look back and you and you see this thing. <laughs> Let's see where were we? Um, oh yes, uh, you see this thing is now probably. You think this thing is now. What would that even be? This thing is now somewhere between 15 and 20 feet tall behind you. And it smashes through the recreation of Benedict's apartment. Uh, go ahead and make me another athletics or dodge check. As you continue to flee, you okay. feel that something is pulling you away. That's pulling at your very soul. Success on the athletics, 16. Success, all right. Uh, let's re- go ahead and roll the dance roll. 64. You feel like you get some distance between you and the creature as it smashes through the fake window in the backdrop. Um, Hank, you see a man uh, behind a large window. And again, like you find yourself running through. Some of it feels like you're running through a void of nothing. What are your feet even landing on? But then other times it feels like you're in a dark back room lit that's like lit by red light like the backstage of a grand play and every time you dodge around something that seems real whether it's a car on a street or a storefront you see that it's just a thin plywood facade that's painted to look like it's a part of something you see that there's a a large window and you see a familiar face Asa Darabondi standing in a lavender plush well-made suit and as you running as you're running by and he's in this like he's behind one of these facades you see that standing all around him are dozens of what looks like sopping wet gray skin empty eyed children and they are all just standing 
around him, but all of their eyes are perfectly locked on you as you run. This is what happens when you watch too much Mr. Beast. This is exactly (laughs) what happens. They had too Um, much YouTube time. Damn it. We gotta show this episode to your nephew as a cautionary Um, tale. They all, as you make eye contact with them, they all, eyes totally fixed on you, raise their hands and begin like golf clapping as you run by the facade of the window. Uh, go ahead and make me a quick sanity check. Damn. Uh, this is different than the, the other nightmare. sanity check you're going you're gonna to roll. This is a real sanity check. Failure. 97. Alright, let's go ahead and roll... Uh, I'm going to roll a 1d6. Holy shit fuck, that's 6. Go ahead and put 6 sanity damage in your special pile. Wow. Your special fuck. sanity pile. Me, that hurts. Now make a sanity uh, check as you feel again yourself being pulled away from the back rooms. Failure. failure. Thank you again. That's good though. You try no, to hold yourself, one. but you feel yourself being pulled away. You can feel yourself losing your connection. Give me one last athletics or dodge roll. Failure on athletics. Another fail. <laughs> oh my God. The you uh, <laughs> let me see here. Yes, you see a before you like you run up. Uh, you're running through a door. You burst through it, and you see in front of you is a grand like vista, and out far far away, like seemingly sitting on a hill, like by itself you see a hotel and it's you can make out from where you are that the front has these beautiful golden gargoyles in front of it that emblazoned on the doors are these giant letter B's and that the grounds are covered in people Mm -hmm. the hotel is lit and beautiful and a big big sign over the top reads Hotel Broad Alban and as you're running you very quickly realize that Again, you're not in a grand vista. This is actually a diorama. And that the the great gulf of space between you and it is just a trick of the eye as a like a well laid out museum might have. But it's all fake and that though it appears to be far away, it's actually just quite small. And mm-hmm. that is the last thing that Hank feels. The last thing that Hank experiences before he finds himself uh, also fading away out into nothing. That was intense. Yeah, good chase. Hank. Hank, just before you, like the door, the wall burst open behind you as the clown no longer dancing methodically and graciously reaches both hands out to grab you. And in the cinematic version of this, right then Hank disappears as the hands close around nothing. Hank, you open your eyes. You're, maybe your eyes were squinted shut as you're expecting this thing to touch you again and feel the patsu boiled out of your body. But you find that you're sitting. You're sitting with your back to a wall. You feel like you're sitting on the ground as you ease your eyes open. Maybe as you do, Benji is just getting to his feet. 
Benedict, you're still looking around. Hands on the ground, your back also to a wall. Looking around, trying to steady yourself. You guys are in a an empty house. Like an empty house, like a house that would be for sale, for instance. But it has all the furniture. But a modern day, empty home. You're sitting on hardwood floors. Looks like a modest middle-class house, and there is sunlight beaming in through the windows. Everything is a little bit dusty, you know, or maybe there is a few a few bits of furniture, but they just have sheets over them. Benji, as you stumble to your feet, you steady yourself on the wall, you look around, you see Hank and Benedict there with you. Briefly look over them, but your eyes are drawn to the to the demonic sigil emblazoned upon the hardwood floor in front of you. The symbol of Malphus that you know to the demon web immediately. Uh, would you please go so far as to uh, treat us to the reading of Malphus? As, imagine this yeah, and this goes through Benji's head. The second he sees it, he thinks this to himself immediately. His 90 in a cult. Malfuss or Malfuss? Malfass. P-H-A-S okay. in the end. That's confusing. Yeah. Malfuss. Malfuss is described as the great prince of hell governing 40 legions of demons. Malfuss buildeth houses, high towers, and strongholds and he casteth down the same stones atop the head, heads of a conjurer's enemies. He can destroy enemies' thoughts and desires, give good familiars, and quickly bring artifices together from all places of the world. He's guised as the crow whenever lacking compulsion to wear the face of men. You guys are sitting around, and at this point... so. You, you see that, and that's that's odd enough that this demon sigils here. You do not see Bael. You do not see Tim anywhere. And no matter how much you look for him, you do not find him. You guys have everything with you that you went to the Dorchester with. You have your weapons, your FBI jackets, and all of that. Now, remember that special pile of sanity? special sanity damage that you guys there have. There we go. We're an old house, right? With the sigil on the ground. It's not an old house. Just an empty okay. house. Just an empty house. Okay. Uh, everyone go ahead and go ahead and take that. Uh, why don't you go ahead and take that, that nice pile. Why don't you add it all up and tell me what you get. All at once, huh? All at once. As you find yourself suddenly brought back to reality. Are we all just like in this old house freaking out? Like, this is tripping balls. Yes. In the fetal position. Yes, like, you sweating. are. Sweating. What's everyone got? Oh, my God. I got two. Okay. I've got three, but I feel like I might have missed one. He's got, got nine. <laughs> oh, my oh. oh, my God. It's going to start drooling. <laughs> all right. So go ahead and apply your Sandy damage. Hank, your new breaking point is um, whatever your Whoa, current breaking can point is. Can I deflect? Is, minus your sanity. Oh, yeah, you guys can all deflect. Who wants to deflect? 
Who wants to deflect? Remember, you can only deflect up to a maximum of D4. Who wants to deflect? <sighs> well, maybe yeah, it's not tactical to deflect. If I'm art, even when I deflect, I'm going to go past the breaking point. Correct. So I want to. I think maybe I'll just take it all so I can save what little bonds I have left to go stop going with past you, the next breaking with you point. boys. My boys right, and so, Cin Cindy. <laughs> right. So I'm looking at yours is going to be... <coughs> your next Sandy is going to be like... I think it's going to be 43. I'm going to go ahead and change that on your sheet. Your next breaking point. It's going to be 42, I think. <coughs> um, did anyone else cross a uh, a Sandy breaking point? You're good. No. Uh, wood... But I'm gonna um, deflect. Okay, let's get that deflection roll. Roll me that. Wow. Uh, fuck, I, I don't even remember how this hat works now. We've it's been a while since we've done it. No so, effects, willpower. Yes, I also it does affect. It's a one d four. You just roll one d four, and that's it. I feel like it's. Well. If anything was going to make Hank go past his breaking point, I guess that would be appropriate thing to that have. Would be, yeah. to, to have that <laughs> make him break. Yeah, no really banking that shit up. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you get on your uh, on your D four? I got a four. Benji got a two. Okay. So uh, subtract two willpower. Subtract two from a bond. And then reduce that sanity loss by two. So that just gives you one sandy loss. Okay. That's still I'm still above my breaking point. Okay. Barely. I'm one point above my breaking point. So So Hank, you you completely fall apart. Hank, like after and even after God, actually, you know, you should probably take more sandy damage now that I think about it. Because you took so much damage all at once. There's a... That's the rules? Yes, there is a reduction. Suffering violence. Ambush. Nope, never mind. Nope, it was only if you reduced to two or fewer. You lucky duck. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but you... Um, well, that says suffered a permanent injury. I don't know if that's... We're not going to say that you suffered a permanent injury. The night world's kind of weird. Um... You, Hank, you begin to fall apart, uh, taking nine sanity damage, going below a sanity point. And it's also worth noting, Benji, Benji, after he kind of sees this symbol, he also goes into a bit of a catatonic fugue. Um, okay. Because you've suffered damage from the unnatural. Um, does Benedict have any disorders? Or has he avoided nope. that? He is. Super happy, except for being a damaged veteran. He's super happy. He's, <laughs> he's super fun. He's, he's like, oh god, guy. another one of those fucking dreams. Am I right? Another one. <laughs> and you were there. And you were there. And you were there. <laughs> and there was a clown. And a sea of dead children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't see that one. Uh, would you please add for me, Brad, to the Hank's sheet over there? Uh, would you add over there, maybe underneath your under in block twelve, underneath your motivation and mental disorders? Would you please add paranoia? Yeah. 
Mm, that's not gonna go down well. <laughs> uh, okay, we're we? block twelve. My, uh, yep. Okay. So yeah, it is several hours and. Benedict, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, you're trying to comfort these guys while this is happening, or what? Yeah, that makes sense. Is there a teapot nearby? Make a spot of tea in this weird house. Roll me a look roll. <laughs> <laughs> See if there's any, if they left any in the cabinets. 82. No luck. You're, you're harsh, harsh man. <laughs> you won't even give him a spot no, of tea. Not even a spot of tea. Guys, I've got water. Well, at this point, yeah, take, drink this I mean, warm water. Hank probably wouldn't even take it from you. Like, I guess right. if he actually had a mental breakdown, he's probably like doesn't even know in what capacity he trusts y'all now. Are you the right. mental patients? Are you the right. that he was just yeah, said? Or where, are you his colleagues from the life before? And now I'm offering him something to drink after he just had to drink smoky ash anti-gravity <laughs> right. liquid anti-grav liquid so just role playing um, a bit Hank will kind of so, like not even take it yeah just as you guys as you guys are kind of coming to I imagine that Hank you maybe you go to the kitchen the water's still on you turn the water on it's it bubbles up you you find yourself standing in the kitchen. Maybe the other two are sitting on the couches. You're just really trying to get your shit together. Like, I don't even know how many words have even been said in this time. But as you guys are staying there, I'd imagine that Hank in the, in the kitchen, he begins to hear a, like a, like a song, like a ting, tinkling little jingle. It seems to be coming from what seems to be like maybe the garage or something. And being in this state, maybe not even knowing what to do, Hank begins to back his way out of the kitchen. The other two of you see this, and you all have your weapons again. So maybe you jump up. You jump up and you, you know, you get ready to draw down on something. As you see this, I don't even know how to describe it. You see the strange, it's the size of a child and it's obviously supposed to be fashioned after being like a little girl with pigtails and wearing a dress, but it is obviously of clockwork construction and kind of coming out from its chest cavity is this jingling music box sound as it kind of jankily steps out toward all of you. Oh, Jesus. In the garage? It comes through the kitchen, like, into the living room, and Hank, like, you still kind of recovering. I don't even know if Hank knows what to do as he's just hyperventilating, and maybe as you guys are getting ready to, like, is this thing about to fight us? It turns around it it just chunk 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 and with only moving its upper body torso turns 180 degrees and out from its back kind of opens this like drawer which seems to have a piece of paper sticking out of it it looks like a beautiful calligraphied envelope i'll go and grab that 
Is Benji out of his catatonic state by this point? Yes. If you would please reference roll 20, uh, Benedict. Take a peek at the... What is there? I'll go ahead and switch this over so our folks can see it as well. Looks like a letterhead from Hotel Broad Alban, New York. And it says some elegant handwriting find JC Ling's at Hotel Broad Alban. go now find the hotel the labyrinth author the author his bottle the city the lake its shadow the bottle then the party the dance the girl in blue the one singing nothing is true except out is through Love and kisses, Abby. Wow. And that, my friends, is the end of chapter two of Delta What a a great ending. That was great. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We survived. (laughs) I am surprised. (laughs) I. <laughs> Whoa, I, I that was know. close. God, that was a great yeah. end to the cha- cha- chapter two. You said a great ending. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Action packed. Yeah, wow. man. Um, you guys made it. Did that thing actually do ten damage in one hit? It has a lethality rating. Oof! If he had rolled below a fifteen, it would have been automatic death. Oh my god. And according to the lethality rules, if it rolls above the lethality rating, you just combine the digits of the roll. It was a 9 and a 0. It could have been much worse. (laughs) Wow. So lucky. So lucky. (laughs) That's kind of insane. That you survived a hit from that thing. That is, Jeez. that's just so deadly. Yeah, I do think I mean, it Joe tried to, to emphasize how much we felt like fleeing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hank had none of it. <laughs> yeah, Hank's like, nope. <laughs> I mean, it was an insanely brave thing to do, like it's conquering a, that that fear. Yeah, it's a very Hank thing Damn, to did do. Did he ever pay for it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's Hank. I think that's Hank's character. All right, guys. Not Thank anymore. That was a scavenge. Guys, thank you for a, a whiz banger. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. yeah, back at oh, you. That was good. That was a great chase scene that just like mm-hmm. sort of culminated in a climax. Everything we've been experiencing and just like solidified the whole play thing. You know, it was good. Yeah. All right, uh, everyone, everyone listening, everyone watching, man, thank you. Thank you for joining us through two chapters of this. There's more to come. There's more to come. Um, I'm not going to give an estimate of how far I think we are. It doesn't matter. I was wrong about how long chapter two would last. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I just have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. But we really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you enjoyed it. I know the other guys, too. Um, if you want to support us, you know about Patreon, you know about Reddit. Uh, it's all connected in the description of wherever you're listening to this down below. Uh, 
I can't wait to do the sanity check for this one. Like, I, I'm looking forward to talk about this one. But um, we really appreciate your support. Uh, tell your friends about us. And uh, please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, places like that. Uh, even if you don't have Spotify, download it. <laughs> Give us a rating anyway. Like, uh, it really just helps us out. But yeah, guys, thank you. Thanks, Joe. Thanks very much. Yeah. And uh, for those of you lot watching live, man, thank you for joining us. It was a it was a good one. I hope I hope it was good to watch live. And uh, yeah, but everyone listening, everyone watching, we're so glad that you came with us, and we're really looking forward. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Oh, but bit of an announcement, actually, before we stop here, we're not. We're, we're not gonna... The next episode, it's not gonna be Delta Green Impossible Landscapes, is it? Is it? No, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna be getting back to reverberations run by Jean. Mm. Yeah. The palate cleanser. <laughs> Good timed. Timed well here at the end of the chapter, too. Right. But, uh, yeah, really. Yeah. But uh, we've got Christmas coming up. We're doing some traveling and stuff like that. So we're gonna do that so that we can have... Pro- uh, hopefully have some content all the way through the Christmas season. Uh, but also... Ah, he said the C word. Oh, ah. I'm out. I'm out. Ah, he said content. <laughs> so we can have some stuff through, this. <laughs> through the Christmas. I thought you were talking about Christmas for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are... Um, and also, I want to play Louie some more, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I miss Louie. And I'm always down to play Finnegan Hill. And we're looking forward to whoever Brad brings to the mix next yeah, time. we sure right. are. All right. Uh, I'm gonna so sh- far, all we know about him. <laughs> no, no, tell us <laughs> what we know. You want to say, Brad? Do you know what I'm referencing? You? Matt Dace. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll just send the bit. I was about to send the bit to Jean and Joe to listen oh, okay. to to watch before the thing. <laughs> okay. It's a thank you should leave bit. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. I'm really not gonna play that guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be uh, a blast. Oh. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting to run some, to play some more with Jean, and uh, yeah. Uh, look out for that and then we'll shift back into uh we'll shift back into possible landscapes once the holiday season kind of gets done up so yeah yeah guys thank you again always a blast always a pleasure everyone listening everyone watching thank you very much and remember stay safe stay safe bye later